Hey folks, gonna keep this quick since this upload's already late. Sorry about that, I've been behind on editing and trying to get back into the groove of things. If you follow us on at the Forestcast on Twitter, you could join our humble fanbase, including recent additions such as James Wilcox and Max Kamerer. You can also take part in polls such as the recent one that saw Campmaster Herrero as favorite NPC, and see reference material such as the maps of Munsdale and Camp Longstreet. Comment, like, subscribe, yada yada yada, here you go, onto the show. Last time on Out of the Forest. The blast doors slammed down on the entrances to this chamber. The person who interrupted the scene looks around in shock before a mannequin, much like the one on the other side of the glass, comes up behind them, tackles them to the ground, and starts brutally beating them. It's been a while since someone has provided me a proper offering. Provide me with a good offering of blood, and perhaps I'll consider lending you our help in the future. An offering of blood? What? Whose blood? As long as it was given willingly, I don't care. Um, symbol, shapes, uh, I think I can read a name. Um, it's fuzzy, but Munsdale Polymer Labs. Yes, welcome. Uh, how can I help you today? Are you, are you with the tour group, or...? Yes. Yes, I'm with the tour group. Um, change of plans, I'm taking a tour. Yeah, no, Enif is gonna join the tour group. <laughs> like, straight up. <laughs> uh, Kurnunos throws in the group chat and says, uh, if anything goes sideways and you need a distraction, I'll be outside. Thank you, we will aim not to do that. Hello, and welcome to Out of the Forest, an actual play podcast about a bunch of clowns trying to fit into a Hot Wheels car. We are currently playing Monster of the Week by Michael Sands. I am Chris, and I am your GM slash keeper, and I am joined by my players. I'm Evan, and I play Baron. I'm Dominic, and I play Karen Nunos. I'm Jessica, and I play Enif. And I'm Alistair, and I play Isaac. Welcome back for uh, episode two of the second arc. It's worth mentioning here, I think, that... Episodes 1 and 2 of this arc were recorded like a month or more apart from one another because of the holidays breaking everything apart. Um, So some things might be a little less consistent than usual. I might change uh, NPC voices even more than I normally do. And I just wanted to give everyone a heads up that that is the case here. Uh, And with that, I will let us get into the stuff. Enif and Isaac, you are packed into this elevator with a number of college students you don't know, as well as the extremely well-dressed head of PR for these labs. Uh, she, the, the PR agent in, uh, in question 
is just has the biggest smile on her face but is kind of keeping quiet as the elevator takes you to the second floor of this building uh it doesn't take longer than a few seconds and the doors slide open and all of you mill out uh into a, what seems to be something of a, a landing area um there are two doors in this area uh one that leads to uh through the glass of the door appears to be a series of lockers and tables you would assume some from break area uh one door that leads, you can see through the glass, to a area filled with cubicles, and then of course the uh, two doors to the bathrooms. Miss um, Hollis, the uh, PR uh, person for this these labs, uh, t turns her smile across the crowd that has arrived and says, well, we'll just have to wait another couple seconds or so uh, until the rest of the tour group can get up here, and we can begin. Uh, if you want, you can admire uh, this this lovely piece we, we had commissioned a while ago, back when the labs were first starting, uh, which really tends to drive home the message and the motto of our great company. Uh, and she motions to a, a very large uh, painting um, on the, the wall opposite of the elevator, uh, depicting a, a uh, what looks like um, someone wearing essentially a toga. They, they look like from ancient Greek times. Uh, and they are flying directly at the sun with wings made of steel. And toga, toga, toga. <laughs> anyway. Uh, as you behold this piece of art, and before you can really take in anything else, the elevator dings again, and uh, the remainder of the tour group, along with the tour guide who is in charge of them, uh, enter... And Miss Hollis uh, beams wider and goes, "All right, good, good to see that everyone made it here. All right, that's true, right? No one wandered off in the few seconds you were waiting for the elevator." Uh, and the, the the guide gives a little bit of a chuckle to that. Uh, and Miss Hollis continues, uh, "Welcome to the second floor of Munsdale Polymer Labs. Uh, this is where a lot of people looking for." Entry-level jobs will probably begin. It is the level of our office workers. Uh, data entry, I have my office here. Um, the accountant works down here. You know, all stuff like that. I uh, mentioned to the people who arrived here first to take a good look at our uh, our wonderful uh, piece of art here. Uh, it is, of course, based on the myth of, of Icarus. Uh, where we believe that it wasn't so much pride that, that caused him to fall, so much as not going far enough. And um, she motions to a small plaque beneath it that says, um, Never allow progress to be stymied by the fear of ambition. And she, she reads that out and says, That is the motto of our company. We believe that if you dedicate yourself enough to progress and, and getting to where you need to be, Ambition is not something to be feared. Um, and she begins walking towards the door that leads to the cubicles and say, we'll start on the second floor. We'll also have a short tour of the third floor, though the uh, folks who work there, our, our scientists who perform the bulk of our work, uh, tend to like the area quiet, so we will have to keep that visit short. Uh, and then finally, we will take you down to the actual testing labs in the basement. Uh, and then we'll, we will take questions at the end. Uh, but also, just, just to start, are there any questions now? And she, she looks amongst the crowd. Um, 
who are all fairly quiet this state. Do you guys have any questions? Um, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. I think um, uh, Enif is just kind of looking around and trying to see if they kind of sense anything amiss or sense anyone in the area with like uh, magical properties, which I'm assuming they don't. Uh, no, you don't get anything. Any like major readings from just like a your your quick outreach there. Okay. Um. All right, and uh, Miss Hollis uh, walks up and pulls a key card out of uh, her, her jacket pocket and holds it up to a key card reader by the glass door and holds it open for the and, and motions for the tour to move through. And you all slide in, um, eventually all making it through. Uh, where in the crowd are you guys uh, hanging out? Um, back of I don't know about Ian if I think yeah Isaac was gonna sort of hang back yeah a little bit all right that's fair uh as you are walking in uh Miss Hollis moves uh in after you guys and kind of moves to the front and someone kind of sidles up to you two and she she leans over to you and goes psst psst hey psst she is she right next to them doing that She's, uh, yeah, she's, like, next to uh, probably Satan? Isaac. Is she Satan? Like, <laughs> like, literally, in our ear. Who just Satan? gets up next to somebody and does that? <laughs> the cartoon character, that's who. I don't know, we'll have to listen and find out. <laughs> Let's find out. Let's ask. <laughs> yeah? Hell, yes? Hey, you guys said you were, uh, you, you joined late, and he was saying that you couldn't get credit for your classes. Are you... Looking to try and get credit for your classes? Why does it sound like a drug deal? <laughs> Black market credit? Black market I don't cr- think that works Where like that. when I was in college? Jeez. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to buy your college credit on the internet. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> or from this suspicious girl coming up next to you in Polymer Labs. Um, um. I don't... I think it's that big of a deal if I don't get credit it's fine I can just do it again next semester she kind of looks disappointed and goes alright sure uh, how about you and she says looking at you Enif I was going to sell you credit but fine. you want to buy some drugs <laughs> kids you want to buy some death sticks <laughs> you want to buy a diploma Enif kind of watches the interaction between you know Isaac and the girl um, and just says um would it be complicated? No, like I've got the the form that needs to be signed. I could just <laughs> copy it and then replace my name with your name. It's there's a copier right over there that I could probably slip off to if you if you ask enough questions to distract the people up front. Um, are you gonna take this girl's college credit from her? Kind <laughs> of. <I know. laughs> I'm curious. Why would you want to give us a? Cut the college credit. Don't you want it? Why are you here? I'm not a copier. I'm making you a copy. <laughs> oh, like, okay. Is, is that legal? I mean, we're not going to get arrested by the cops for it. You know what? Ne- never mind. This is getting too weird. And she just kind of wanders <laughs> off. <and she's> like, <laughs> Damn, we blew our chance. Free college credit. Damn. <laughs> no, I don't want it. You sure? It's free. No, I don't want it. <laughs> the free real estate guy, but it's just, it's free college credit. It's free college credit. <laughs> uh, for the duration that you are 
discussing with this girl, uh, Miss House had begun her presentation, uh, and you catch, uh, you get back uh, to paying attention in the middle of a sentence where she says, "Us where they sit," uh, and they get, uh, you know, they, you know, data entry. It's pretty straightforward. We're actually hiring for data entry right now. Uh, it can be part time if if you are looking for a part time job. So I know a lot of you are looking to get at part time, and and that would be a real good way to get your foot in the door. Um, and now, don't all rush up at once to, to put in an application. We, we're only hiring one or two more data, uh, data entry specialists. Uh, but uh, let's take you over this way where we can uh, meet with, and uh, she kind of turns and from your position at the back, you don't quite catch the end of her sentence. So, Baron and Kernuno, so you guys have been standing outside. Uh, I think you were guys were all kind of like hanging out across the street as you try to figure everything out, and then you sent Isaac in against his will to go in there alone to ask for an application, and then he told you guys, hey, there's a tour that I can get in on. And then Enif was like, I look young enough for a tour. Peace! And then left. <laughs> and now that's exactly you guys watched as closely as you could through the, the very reflective glass uh, and just barely managed to get sight of them going into the elevator in the lobby, and that was the last you saw of them about five minutes ago. Mm. Well. Time we to go get some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, should we be doing something? I don't know. I feel, I feel like we should be, but I don't know. Well, I was thinking about that. Um, I'm not sure, but we might be able to get inside if we use the disguise. <laughs> I think I like. I know where this is going. Something I've I, noticed I about something I've noticed about you humans since I've gotten here is that you don't pay attention to people that you think are supposed to be there. It's only when someone looks out of place that anyone actually notices them. Just gotta act like we belong. Have we seen anyone enter the building? And this is me asking Chris. Chris, have we seen anyone (laughs) enter the building um, that is, like, working there? Um, since you got here, I don't think so. Um, I think you've just seen, like, the tour group arrive, uh, as well as, you know, obviously, Enif and Isaac walked in. Um... I think you can just barely see some people on like the second floor as they walk close enough to the window that the the glare doesn't make it impossible to see any further. So you can see a few people like milling about in there every occasionally. Uh, what what are they wearing? Uh, they're mostly just wearing like like business casual, like just like button up shirts and slacks. Uh, most of them you can kind of see like. You, a few of them you see like a lanyard hanging around their neck with presumably a key card or an ID badge. Hmm. Is it casual Friday? Is it, it Friday is even? <laughs> what day of the week is it? That's a great question. I hate to establish that because then I'll forget. I uh, feel like you we'll might have mentioned it. It uh, could be. Uh, it is Thursday. It's a good day. Alright, I'm going to write down Thursday. Me too. It's one of my favorite days okay. of the week. It's Thursday. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> this is not casual Friday, however. So yeah. 
If we wait just a come, day. Just come back tomorrow. <laughs> just wait and come back tomorrow, and then we'll blend in. You took the words literally out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> if we can get uh, some business clothes, something f- somewhat formal, we could probably walk in without too much difficulty and just kind of find our way in. Does, out of, out of character, does Kernunas have a wardrobe? Like, does, does, does he, like... <laughs> does he own clothes? I'm just curious. Is, is he wearing clothes? Is that what you're asking? No, no, no. You're wearing clothes. I know that. Because you're, like, <laughs> blending, it, blending into being a human. Of course. But, like, do you have, like... Like, I can't imagine you have a sense of style. I don't know. Uh, I <laughs> does mean... He own, does he own more than one shirt? I think that his 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 wardrobe is mostly flannel button-ups and jeans. Okay. Uh, so I'm assuming that at this moment he is wearing a flannel button-up and jeans. Eerily similar to Baron. But yeah. One of us is gonna have to change. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Baron's wearing red flannel. Kanye's is wearing green flannel. I, like I would to... laugh so hard if one day they end up wearing the same flannel <laughs> shirt. That has totally happened, I bet. Not when we were just, like, meaning to. It was just like, ugh. God, I can't believe you wore the red flannel there. Um, <laughs> okay. So. Yeah, I got I got nothing here. Uh, there is no no ability to use magic to change your appearance. Uh, yeah. Unless we want to do some big magic to turn into someone else. <laughs> Tur- accidentally turn into Godzilla. Probably stores. Just yeah. a suggestion. You guys could see if there's like other entrances. Around the building. Oh, shit. You know, do something other than just standing there and just going, huh, well, they went in that building and we can't, hmm. Maybe <laughs> like, we should know, put on different clothes? You know, well, we don't have any clothes work. on us. Hmm. <laughs> well, I'm out of ideas. We don't have any clothes on us and we can't walk through the front door. That's all the possible things <laughs> we've well, done. Well, I'm stumped. Honestly. <laughs> I don't think I can do it. Christ. Time to give up. You guys are the worst detectives. My favorite part is that, like, one of the parts that's something you, your your thought process is this. Well, they went in there, and we don't look young, so we can't go in there. Well, maybe if we put on new clothes. Wait, we don't have any clothes. Shit. Well, maybe it was Casual Friday. No, wait, it's Thursday. Shit. Well, that was all my ideas. If it's not Friday and we're not young people in suits, it's impossible. That's it. We can't blend in with the youths. <laughs> All right, well, I, I put out my three cents. What about you, Baron? If, if God is going to insult my plans, what about you? <laughs> that damn voice in the sky again. Damn omnipotent voice. Always keeping me down. Criticizing my plans and correcting my pronunciation of Bulgogi. I mean... Um, Maybe maybe we should mo- use one of our uh, moves, perhaps. I don't know. Hmm. Wink. Winky wink. Um, I don't have... Hmm. Hmm. Maybe there are trees in this building, too. Hmm. That would be wild. <laughs> That'd be it's just an internal garden. Oh, my God. For, for reference to the podcast listeners, during the arc before we started this, I used an actual college as the map for the college they were working at, and... They were trying to figure out a way in, and it turns out that college has a courtyard on the second floor with a fully grown tree in it. So that was convenient. So, so you know what I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, I guess we'll case the joint. Yeah. Whoa! What? I know, right? 
Some actual detective work. I'm so an action. I'm so proud of you guys. I would like to case the joint, which could be investigate a mystery. I'd like to roll for case the joint. <laughs> I'd like could to be. Solve the puzzle. It's a special roll, but I think you're probably just fine doing it. I don't. I don't think I'm going to make you roll to investigate the mystery. This isn't really the mystery you're investigating, or even anything that's mysterious. You're just looking it's at a, a building. Mystery to me. Uh, you find a service entrance uh, around the side. Uh, it is keycard locked, um, but it is another way in that through the like um, like small glass window in it, you can see leads to like a stairwell. Stairwell? Stairwell. 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 All right. Uh, this is an option. Yeah, but we don't have a keycard right now. Unless we can somehow get through that i would like to destroy the lock <laughs> okay uh, i didn't want to say it but i'm just it, gonna it like do some cool little fire magic and put my hand in the lock until it isn't a lock anymore it just melts all right go ahead and use magic i suppose sure that's uh i think one of the use magics isn't it that is an eight i i'm assuming that i'm inflicting harm upon the door yeah, I think you could make Fuck that argument. Is it right? Eight? Yeah, choose your glitch. Uh, let's see here. You're just so sweaty. That's my favorite glitch. Uh, <laughs> there's one glitch that says you get very sweaty. You're very sweaty. Yeah. That is the problematic side effect. Uh, I'll Persist take a for one hour. I'll take a problematic side effect. Uh, you are very sweaty. Oh, no. <laughs> Persist minus, for one hour. Minus one to charm. <laughs> oh, no, it has no uh, direct statistical effects. You are just like... The the fire you cast ends up like just overheating your uh your system, um, mm-hmm. throwing off your equilibrium, and you are now just very warm and as a result very sweaty. Okay. It it might have some circumstances with doing things with your hand if it's a- applicable or just interacting with people. Or if I need um, to be dry in a situation. <laughs> <laughs> or you desperately need to be a dry man. Uh, but yeah, you you melt off this uh. You melt through. I think you, the best way to do this, just because how keycard works typically work, you just kind of melt through the latch of the door. Mm-hmm. So now the door is just swings freely. Mm-hmm. And looks very suspicious. I mean, nobody's around, right? Do we bother to look for cameras? No. <laughs> Why would you? Would Kernunos <laughs> have looked for a camera? No. I don't. I, yeah, no. <laughs> I don't think Baron or Kernunos would even consider that as a as a thing that needs to be done. Yeah, I don't know. It's. Anyways, I, I think Baron also notices that <laughs> Kernunus is very sweaty. Like, uh, you, you okay, man? Yeah, yeah, I've just got the meat sweats from the bulgogi. <laughs> <laughs> I think Baron has a handkerchief and kind of passes it off to Kernunus. I love that concept of Baron just has a Kurt handkerchief on him. <laughs> I mean, it definitely it definitely makes sense. He is a working man. He needs those dry hands in order to like not cut his hand off. Yeah, grip is key. Anyway, yeah, so the door is swinging freely now. I would like to cautiously enter the room. You cautiously enter the room. You walk in there. It is an empty and very threadbare stairwell. 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 Uh, There is a door opposite of you that presumably leads deeper into the building. Uh, You couldn't say where. There's no window in that one. And then, of course, the stair leads both up and down. You know, like stairs. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're at the bottom. They could have just let up. That's yeah, also that's true. true. Actually, it's kind of. I was surprised that there were they went down. Yeah, 
I'm about to say, uh, Kurnunus is surprised that they go down. Um, I feel like down is where the bad things happen in horror movies, right? I'm, I'm impressed, Kurnunus. You've been keeping up with your pop culture, then. Kurnunus <laughs> uh, has been watching a lot of TV. Shall we head down? Down sounds good to me. All right. So you guys begin heading down the stairs uh, towards the basement. Uh, you get down. It goes down just one flight uh, from there and ends in a small landing with a single door that is also keycard locked. Damn it. Don't know if I have two of them in me. I'm yeah, very sweaty. Just gonna use, it, use your use your sweat and make it like you know um, short circuit. Short circuit. Yeah. <laughs> God, rub your sweaty body all over that keycard lock. It's gonna short circuit. The fire alarm's gonna go off. Everyone's gonna be evacuated all because of Cornunos's sweat on a door. And Do then it. no one gets Do beat it. up by a mannequin. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Oh boy. Oh no. Um, um I'm gonna. Yeah, that's fine. So, Isaac and Enif, you've been being shown around uh, the office floor. Uh, Miss Hollis has shown you uh, the various areas that are here. You, you, There are a few couple interns that work here, uh, some data entry people. There's only two right now, so it's pretty clear why they're hiring more. Um, you know, you got the HR office, you got the office manager, uh Etc. Etc. There's you know all the things you expect to see in an office setting, uh, and she uh, then leads you all back to the uh, landing area for the elevator, and instructs all of you to pile in uh, as much as you can, and then go in two teams as you did last time. Um, was there any part of that you would like to interrupt for your shenanigans, or shall we continue? Um, um, I just, I would want to kind of fall back a little bit enough to be able to um, let Enif know. Um, I when I first saw the premonition, I'm not really sure what was going on. I figured we should probably just get some information and not take this too quickly. I think when we um, rushed to the campsite last time, we kind of got ahead of ourselves and didn't do enough research and ended up just kind of going blindly through it. So I think we should take it slow and not really do anything rash. I um, have to agree with you on that one. You guys couldn't have we... fucking said that five minutes ago, huh? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Busted shit open down in the basement. Busted makes you feel good. What can you say? <laughs> I think, I, I do think that we might want to investigate that job that that lady was talking about. Maybe you can try and see if you can apply for it. At least get us through the door for a little bit. Have some ears on the inside. This place seems yeah. pretty locked, solid. I don't think we'll hear much about what's going on unless somebody's here. I mean, she did also say that we'd be touring the basement. Um, and I think if that's where they're doing their testing, I mean, that might strike some kind of memory realization about, you know, what had happened in the vision. Well, let's hope something strikes memory. I've been kind of keeping my feelers out to see if there's any magic around here. This place seems to be fine, but taking this is probably the best situation we have taking a tour and kind of seeing what's around yeah okay we'll just kind of see what we can figure out based on the tour and reconvene with the others outside yeah, which hopefully they haven't done anything <laughs> stupid 
and shortly after that conversation, everyone arrives at the third floor, um, which uh, has another small landing, it ha- uh, which is very similar as two bathrooms. It has a, a door that leads to what looks to be a smaller uh, room with a, like a single table and a few lockers. Um, and then opposite of that, there is a door that leads to a hallway uh, this time. And you follow Miss Hollis in as she leads you down the hallway uh, and points out the variety of, um, of offices uh, for the scientists that work here. Uh, and scientists and lab techs, uh, many of the lab techs share, there, there's like one office for all the lab techs and then each of the scientists has their own lab. Uh, she she kind of goes down the line uh, pointing out Dr. Brett Gretzky, Dr. Dexter, Dr. Parker, uh, Dr. Crane, Dr. Walterman, and then like the lab tech chamber as well as she points out a few um, small chambers with like more minor testing equipment. She says... Um, so we, they do have um, some access to, to to some minor, you know, the the less uh, I, sh- I guess you could call it volatile um, testing equipment that we hold in the basement. As we we do do a number of uh, government and military contracts, we do have uh, the occasional uh, testing that's a little more dangerous, just to really test the the um, max capacity for for our our what we make for for them. And then she walks a little further, and, like, and then of course, at, down at the end of the hall here, we have the archive, uh, which serves as both the library in case someone needs to look something up, as well as just the general history of the the variety of products we make and and full notation of all the experiments we do. Um, the the uh, testing chamber and the archive are both keycard locked; They're, all the offices are not. Um, the offices, it's worth mentioning, all the, the ones for scientists are just full wooden doors. There's no windows in them. Uh, there, there are windows in the doors to the archive, the lab, and the um, lab tech's office. Um, and she, she says, again, uh, the scientists don't really like to get interrupted that much, so we are going to go ahead and immediately start heading down to the basement uh, where I will, take, I will take you through the last up there, and then I will take questions Um we can't really ask any questions right now. I can't get into a full discussion at the moment. So everyone, again, quiet for just a few more minutes. Uh, we can return to our typical uh, audio level once we reach the basement. And she leads you all back to the elevator to head towards the basement. Uh-oh. And I, uh, um, I, haven't, I haven't had any, like, magical feelings while I've been walking through here, right? Um, you know what? Uh, go ahead and, due to the, the quiet nature of this walk and, like, doubt Enif is really paying too much attention to the more specifics of what Miss Hollis is going over. Uh, go and give me a sensitive roll. What'd you get? Seven. A seven. You get a hazy impression about something important. Um, as you're walking down this hall, you sense something. You sense something is here that is supernatural. You can't get a read on its location or even a better read on what it is you just know that it's something and it is moving so it, it seemingly moving of its own accord um, but that's all you really get from that I don't get whether it's good or bad nope that is that is the hazy impression you get you do know it's important you, you, you sense that like this is definitely like you're certain it's like some sort of supernatural force. 
And then you guys are uh, led into the elevator as you try and get a better reading and then the door is shut and you lose that contact. Kernunus and Baron, you have come to this door. Uh, Kernunus, you do not feel like you have enough in you, and you're still very sweaty um, to to burn through another lock. Um, and you are presented with this this additional key locked door. Fucking. We need to get one of these key cards. Yeah, I mean, I could bust through another one, but I think we're gonna keep running into these as we keep going. Yeah. Um, I can't imagine every door in the building has a key card lock. That'd be unwieldy. Um, yeah, but the important stuff is probably. Yeah. We could try a different floor. Maybe we can find a keycard lying around. Yeah, why don't we try going up at least to see? And if not, I don't know. Maybe we can steal one off a dude, kidnap him real quick. Mm. <laughs> Wait till the bank manager goes out back for a smoke and then get yeah. him with your gun. <laughs> Subdue him, put him in a porta potty. Zip time. Mm. Okay. Um. Yeah. Let's go up. All right. So you guys start heading up the stairs. Uh, your footsteps kind of echoing up and down this bare stairwell. Um, you go up. You make make it to the landing you arrived on. You go up. There is a second floor, and then the stairs go up and terminate at the third floor. Um, the second floor does not. Oh, oh no! Actually, the first floor is the only floor that doesn't have a key card to its door. God damn it. That makes sense. Um, yeah, like the base level floor? Yeah, the base level floor does not have a key card to get in. All the, all the, all the others do. Oh, um, is there a window in the door? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll say yes. Uh, there's not a window on the third floor. Uh, the second floor does have a window that opens into a um, large area full of cubicles. The ground floor opens up into what actually appears to be a a very small but a, a cafeteria of sorts. The third floor and basement floor do not have windows. All but the uh, base floor are keycard locked. Did there seem to be a lot of pe- people in the cafeteria? Or uh, no, the cafeteria is currently empty. It's it's well, actually no, it, it's not quite lunchtime here. I don't think. All right, then that's where we're going. All right, so you guys enter into the cafeteria area. It um. As I said, it's like a not a gigantic cafeteria. This isn't a huge company. Um, it's probably got maybe seats for around 30 people. Uh, in one corner, there's like a, a cafeteria line with trays piled up and a currently shuttered uh, window where presumably the food is served out of. Yeah, and then there's a the door that you came out of and a door uh, with its own window that seems to lead to um, the lobby, it looks like. And that's about it. Oh, and you, there's also um, doors to an elevator in the cafeteria. Hmm. Is there like a directory map or anything? No. Oh. That'd be too easy. Yeah, uh, I tried. It's it's a, a building where one company works. Like that's not <laughs> oh. a place that typically has a directory. I love I love this idea that you guys like get through like three doors and you're like, well, we tried, and then just turn around and leave. <laughs> <laughs> it would be in keeping with trends it would be yeah we did break open like the back door um, right you did 
but uh, I mean, the, you said there's a door that went to the elevator. There's a door to the lobby. There is an elevator. There's the door you came from, and then there's like a, I presumably a door to the kitchen. I guess would also be there. Is the elevator also of type needs a key card? Nope. Oh. N none of the doors in this room need a key card. Okay. So we can sneak in there. The question then becomes: If we get caught, what do we say? That's yeah. <laughs> I got lost, and I then I got lost, more I got lost. lost. I, I got go. really lost. I got so lost that I'm trespassing <laughs> in a maximum man. security <laughs> business place. I'm 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 here to fix that creaky door of yours. <gasps> Baron, Wait. we've got an inn. We're here to fix the creaky wooden door. You're a carpenter. Yes, the creaky wooden door that doesn't exist. Perfect. <laughs> well, I heard it from that voice in the sky again. Hmm. <laughs> We could also say the door out back that we just broke. <laughs> hey, I couldn't help but notice you got a melted door back there. Door, fixing it right up. Just, We've been sent to replace it. The bathroom around here, you know. That's what I'm gonna go. I mean, that's what I'm fucking going with. Hey, where's the bathroom, dude? All right. Um, oh, sorry, I ended up at maximum security, just looking for the bathroom. Don't mind the door. Uh, shit. I mean, let's just. Keep venturing as far as we can until we get caught, we're, I guess. We're, we're rolling these dice. <laughs> All right, where are you going? Not the lobby. <laughs> no, yeah. We're, we're trying to avoid people. I guess hop in an elevator and see where the other floors entail. Yeah, up a level. Yeah. Okay, uh, what button do you press for the elevator? We're on the first floor, right? Yep. The second floor. Number okay. two, please. Um, you are... <laughs> Sitting there, um, what, you hit the button and you're, you're waiting for the elevator, and you hear the elevator go down, and it keeps going down and goes past you. Um, and then as it comes back up, the, the light lights up with a ding, and the door opens, and you walk in, um, and you walk in and see that there are actually two exits to this elevator, um, and recognize that this probably opens to the, into the lobby as well. Mm. Um, there's probably only one elevator in this building. Time to hit that button fast before someone pushes it from the other side. You hit the two button, and it goes up um, and opens up on the second floor to much the same landing as Enith and Isaac saw um, with the massive tapestry, the, the bathrooms, the locker room, and the room with the cubicles. Uh, and as you let out, the doors close, and you hear it go up uh, again. Um, and then not too long later, you hear it go down and go past you. Uh, the elevator doors open to you as you were lagging behind. You were in the back of the group. Um, and you open up into this area just uh, of the, these fairly narrow hallways. Um, and the hallways have a, a number of doors uh, around them. Uh, there's probably, as you kind of walk around the area, a total of maybe we'll say like eight or so doors, uh, each of them opening up uh, with a big glass window in them into um, usually either a, a very blank white space or an area with a bunch of instruments and computers. 
Um, and Miss Hollis explains that these are the testing chambers. Uh, they have a variety of tests from normal stress testing, pressure test, uh, fire test, even uh, a, a, a single uh, chamber for, for fire, light firearms testing. Um, she, she mentions again the, the military contracts they do, and she says that they are occasionally contracted to, to, to help work with uh, like body armor and Kevlar and the like. And so um, while, while those tests are a bit more rare than their usual installation work, uh, they do come up from time to time, and so it's necessary to have such a testing chamber on hand. And once she has gone over the various testing chambers, uh, she turns to the group and asks if there are any questions. Um, a few people raise their hands, uh, and she calls on them. You hear one person ask how long the application period will be for the data entry specialist. Uh, you hear someone ask um, how often they have openings on lab techs. Um, you hear well, like what the typical starting rate for a few different positions are. Uh, did you guys have any questions? Do we see any mannequins? Uh, yes, and a few in of the testing chambers. That's the question are... we ask. Do, are there? Well, I wasn't going to ask that. Miss Hollis, do you <laughs> see any mannequins? <laughs> do you see any mannequins? <laughs> Do you getting really closer? Do you see do any you? mannequins? <laughs> uh, yes, you, you have seen like a few mannequins as well as like just like the busts of mannequins and, and the like. Uh, they they look uh, again a lot like crash test dummies. Presumably are used for like the the stress test to make sure that there's like no damage. I would liken them to um, the 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 dummy that uh, they use in MythBusters. That's meant to like uh, yeah Buster. 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 Like Buster. That's exactly what I was envisioning, that, that's, too. That's pretty much what they're like, because they're meant to show how well the, the materials they're putting together can actually protect human flesh in a lot of these uh, experiments. Mm-hmm. So does this visual line up with what I saw in the vision? You see a chamber that looks exactly like uh, the, the chamber you saw in the vision. It is a segmented... Uh, as I was saying, half of them are, are like computer and like instrument chambers, and half of them are actual like chambers with... like the testing equipment uh, and you find a, a uh, split chamber that looks just like the chamber you were complete with the, uh, the test dummy wearing the, the, the football padding uh, as well as like the, the arms with mounted fl- look, look like flamethrowers. Um, so yeah, you, you have located the place your premonition took place almost with almost complete certainty. Uh, you, you kind of get, get, uh, look over and Iris is like trying to like catch your attention and she sees the expression on your face as you're looking at it and then gives you a thumbs up like yes I agree and then fades into the yeah. into the ether as she does she's so good at that um and if this that's the one over there that's what I saw in the vision it's it, it's actually kind of scary now seeing it in person how close um, how close is the chamber to us Chris uh you're probably about I'd say tw- 10 yards down the hallway from it not too far away but like it's, it's behind a door obviously okay um i'm going to kind of walk backwards a little bit just just to kind of like put a little distance between myself and the group not too much to make it suspicious but um just pretend like i'm you know looking at some of the other chambers like the chamber that we just passed to like get a better look at it um gotcha. and try and hone in on the one that Isaac pointed out and use my sensitive move to see if I can get anything from it. All right. Yeah. Go and give me another, uh, plus weird roll. All right. 11. Um, you close your eyes and, and try and concentrate. You, you, you kind of like 
move over kind of like nonchalantly to try and make it look like you're just like getting a better look at some of the stuff that you you didn't get a chance to really look into uh and then as you get close to the chamber in question you close your eyes and try and concentrate on your sensitive um something weirdly though throws you off from like focusing in on this chamber specifically um and you hear um a a a a thought uh the thought is a a woman's voice um thinking now now wait a second that's not these levels are spiking wildly what what, what's oh, oh god what's and then there is a silence to this thought process that you have never known um but from your experience with other spellcasters you recognize it as the total death of the the brain having the thoughts Oh no! Uh, and you, you stagger a little bit, and you see the um, you hear the tour guide go. Uh, you, you all right over there? Uh, everything all right? Uh, y- yes. Um, I think I think I'm just getting a little bit of a headache. There's not a lot of air down here. Uh, Miss Hollis goes. Okay. Yes. Let's. Uh, hopefully you've all asked your questions and you've seen what you need to see. Uh, one last stop. Uh, the cafeteria opens shortly, so we will uh, head on up there and uh, treat you all to a lunch as uh, promised in the the uh, tour guide promotion we're having. Uh, so let's get you all up there and uh, hopefully get you another a little bit more fresh air. And she guides you all towards the elevator. Before leaving, um, I. I know Enif tried taking a look. Can I try using um, my sight move to see if I can see anything invisible in the area or in that particular All right. test chamber? You kind of concentrate uh, looking around, trying to, to sense anything in these testing chambers. Um, and you do... I don't think you see anything down here now. Okay. Uh, so currently there's nothing magical or ghostly in your general vicinity. Besides Iris. Oh, yeah. I mean, of course, you see Iris. You can always see Iris. <laughs> um, yeah. And, of course, uh, Enif's, like, heavy aura of magical energies. Um, I think Enif st- st- and try and keeps Isaac to kind of the back of the group again um, and leans in and, and says, um, I, I felt something when I was over there. I, I don't know. It, it felt like someone died. But I'm not sure if it was in that room. It was strange. And when we were up on the third floor, there was magic there, too. There's definitely something here, but I can't pinpoint what it is yet. Okay. Um, you're the, the, the person that you sensed, is that present? Is that something that happened, like, as you were listening? Or is that something like a, like I have a premonition? Or is that, like, something that happened here? Do you know... Uh, Chris, was that a you present? Th- you, you, you think about it and, and try and, like, recall it. Um, and normally I wouldn't give an answer to this, but you did roll an 11. Uh, it definitely felt like an echo uh, more than a current or a, a future thing. So something that happened in the past? Mm. Yes. Okay. Um, I think it, it, it didn't feel like something that was happening now. It felt more of, like, a memory, like something that happened before. So maybe something something bad happened here down here um i wonder if we could ask miss hollis you know obviously they're working with dangerous stuff if there's ever been an accident or something well make it a little less obvious than that but wouldn't hurt to try i think 
And as you have saved that, uh, you load up for the second group into the elevator, and it takes you up to the um, first floor. Uh, it opens the other way, and I think this might just be from like being crammed in it with so many people. It's the first time you realize that there is a second opening to this elevator, uh, and you all file out into the cafeteria. Um, it is... Uh, Decently lit room. I can see about thirty, which is close. Your 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 group is just under that amount, um, and you all kind of like uh, under Miss Hollis's instructions, all file in and take your seats around the table. Uh, Miss Hollis goes, "I'm going to go ahead and make sure that the kitchen staff has everything prepared. Uh, this is going to be a short half hour lunch before we start the lunch for our uh, company, and." Um, Feel free to uh, come over, ask me any questions. I'll be checking in on all of you, trying to figure out what all your plans are so I might better help you shape your future to shape ours. And she gives you that big award-winning smile and makes her way through the door that leads to the kitchen. Um, I think you're sat with a, a few kids who are kind of talking amongst themselves because uh, there's only so many seats here, uh, but they're mostly concentrating on talking with the friends that they came here with. Right. Um... Okay, I'll bite the bullet. Um, I want to go over and approach Miss Hollis. All right. Uh, you wait a little bit for her to come back from the kitchen, and as she does, uh, you wait a little bit longer just to make it seem like you're not just gunning for this question. I'm waiting for her. I need to know if people died. <laughs> Tell me now. <laughs> Tell, Tell me, me now, woman. Where are have the you seen? Have you seen the mannequins? Are there mannequins? <laughs> you, Christ! You walk Where over uh, to Miss Hollis uh, as she kind of stands around. After she, she like takes one person's question before you because they actually do gun for her and go straight for her and ask a quick question. Uh, and then she goes, "Yes. Uh, what is your name?" Nothing but silence. That's okay. Take your time. No name. I've. I've forgotten what I signed my name as. I'm assuming Brian. It's just my default now. Um, I'm gonna just mumble Brian. Um, I I'm interested in I'm interested in um, you know applying here uh, after we leave. I'm just a little concerned um, with the nature of some of the uh, you know experiments and the materials you're working with. Um, I understand it's you know probably fairly dangerous what kind of um safety precautions do you have here and have there ever been any um accidents well uh for the most part our safety equipments are top of the line you you could have seen uh the majority of our testing chambers are split into two where you can only activate the instruments from outside of the testing area so uh it's pr almost impossible to harm oneself there are of course the occasional um hands-on testing that does need to be done and it I mean, you can only be so safe. We have had the occasional accident. Um, they are they are quite rare and usually nothing more than a scrape, though. So nothing serious, right? Go ahead and roll investigate a mystery. Uh, that's sharp. Yep. What'd you Eight. Get? Eight. So you get to ask one question. Um... So, I think what is being concealed here would be the most apt question. Yeah. Miss Hollis, uh, her smile falters only slightly. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't turn to a frown. It just kind of, like, loses its uh, award-winningness for a split second. And she goes, all right, I suppose 
you know, honesty is the best policy. We unfortunately did have one fatality uh, semi-recently. It was an unexpected uh, reaction. It shouldn't have happened. We have, I, I, I regret it immensely, of course, uh, but we have since uh, put additional safety precautions in line so that would never happen again, I can assure you. Um, she, she, her, okay. her smile widens again. She goes, "Do you have any other questions, though? I, I understand that's a little bit scary of a thing to reveal, but I, I do want to assure you, it, it only improved our safety precautions. We, we ran them through several more times the iteration just to make sure that no other unforeseen events could happen." Is that one of the active jobs that you guys are still working on, or is that one been completed? That one has been completed. Um, this, this incident was about. Six months ago, I want to say, um, and we, we, that was top priority. We shut down testing for the following three months to make sure everything was up to date. Uh, we, we take our safety very seriously, and it is regrettable that that happened, but it did make sure that we sealed up all the cracks in our original safety protocol, of which there were not many, well, I want to say. Yeah, it, it sounds like you guys have thought through really everything and, and put safety as your top priority, which helps put my mind at ease. So thank you for answering my questions. Of course. We look forward to your, your application. Have a nice day, Brian. You too. And I scurry back to Enif. The, the line that is formed behind you starts filing in to ask more questions in this house uh, as you head back to Enif. Uh, Baron and Kernunos, you uh, have arrived on the second floor, um, passing presumably a, a few people who are also using the elevators. You you breathe a bit of a sigh of relief as you realize the elevator moving past you as it had indicates that you just barely missed at least two people that were using the elevator around the same time. Uh, you uh, watch... Uh, you can see people moving around in the cubicle area, uh, moving about their business. Um, there doesn't seem to be anyone in the locker area, and obviously the bathrooms don't have windows because that'd be crazy. Well, time to leave. Time to start beating some people up. We're looking for key cards, and if if there's gonna be a key card anywhere, it's gonna be sitting on a desk where somebody went to the bathroom. Yes. Um. So I think that Karinunas is just kind of gonna start looking, peeking into cubicles. Yeah, so there's there's a, a keycard locked door before you can get to the cubicle area. Damn, damn you! Fuck! <laughs> Let me just have fun and move the plot forward. Damn it! <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, I'm primarily basing this off of my own workplace. Dude, um, you guys have that many keycards? Jesus! We have keycards at all the entrances to actual work areas. In but once you're in the work areas, you can move freely. But like to actually get into the work areas. Um, it's worth mentioning that the door to the, the room of lockers is not keycard locked. And of course the bathrooms aren't, but I don't know how much you're going to get out of the bathrooms. You said the lockers are keycard locked? They are not. Oh, um, well, there we go. You got a locker room there? Yeah, let's do it. You head on in there. Um, it is a small, um, you obviously have seen the cafeteria, so they don't have like a full, uh, break area, but it is like a small kind of break area just for like if they it's not lunch they just want to chill for a second. There's like a couple tables with like four chairs around them each. Uh, there's a a, a f- uh, small fridge, a uh, number of lockers, and then like a, a, like a water like a drink water fountain for like filling water bottles and the like. Um, 
and it's it's fairly straightforward. Uh, there is no one in here at the moment. Uh, from the time of day it was, uh, if you had to make a guess, you'd assume it's because people are about to go on their lunch breaks. Um, a number of the lockers are locked with like padlocks and the like because people want to protect their things, and some of them are hanging open and empty, and some of them are closed but without padlocks. All right. Um, I'm just going to start jiggling a couple of handles, see if anything pops say, open. You said some of them might right. be open without locks? You start going through the, the ones that are not clear clearly empty or locked um and you open a few uh the pretty much all of these just have like gym clothes and like i think one actually has like a cell phone inside hmm. um but that the majority of them are just like spare clothes hmm. clothes don't happen to have a key card in it. <laughs> uh go ahead um, give me a sharp roll. I don't think this is investigate a mystery, but go and give me a sharp roll to to look through okay. these clothes for a key card. To rifle through people's stuff. I mean, stuff. presumably if someone left a key card out here, they would not be able to get into their cubicle. Uh... Presumably. That is a seven. Um, you go through, I don't think on a seven you find anything. Okay. Um, I, I was, if you rolled high, I was probably going to give you something, but like, I... It's just not likely that these people just left their key card in the locker. Yeah, it seems... It was, Especially it was, not locked. I was reaching for it. You could wait in the bathroom for someone to come out and then just jump them. <laughs> also, give me your blood. <laughs> I do need blood. <laughs> um, blood. How am I going to get blood from five people? Willingly. It has to be willingly. To be fair, you don't need to get them all this arc. You just won't be able to use your uh, pre-game yeah, move next arc. Hmm... Pretend to work for a blood drive. Yeah, Pretend I mean, to be a sexy Dracula. You just have to convince... <laughs> honestly, you just have to convince two people if you can convince your team members. Yeah. I don't think I could convince Enif to give me their blood. I don't know. Probably yeah, not. They'd yeah. ask way too many questions. That's true. Alright. Uh, shit, we... man. I, uh, I'm, I'm out of ideas, I'll be honest. We might yeah. just have to cut and run on this one. We can try. Literally. <laughs> yeah, literally, yeah. I don't know. It might be... We might need to catch up with, uh, with Enif and Isaac and see. I think we... Maybe we can get Isaac a job and then he'll actually have a keycard. I'll do it. Or, the most or legal way possible. Pretty much. <laughs> just gotta get an inside man. Acquiring employment. Um, Which is really I, I out of character for us. As you guys are trying to figure this out, you hear across the landing uh, area, uh, the door to the cubicle area open, uh, and you see a man uh, walk out on the landing. I think he sees you, but doesn't really give it a second thought because he's mostly looking. And I think he like glances over his phone, just sees that there are people in the locker room, but doesn't actually like look long enough to recognize that you don't look normal, and then makes his way into the bathroom. Oh, wait. Locker room. Hold on. Chris, are there any, like, business clothes? Yes. I would like to take them. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. You did rifle through a, a number of sets of, like, spare clothes. So, yes, you, you take someone's bi- spare, like, business clothes. Do we look? Oh, check the tags. Are they my size? <laughs> <laughs> they are close enough because I want to get this moving. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go change. All right. Uh, in, um, in the bathroom, or 
Out is in the open. I guess there's not a changing room, huh? Uh, it's not a no. gym. Uh, yeah, I'll just go get changed <laughs> in the bathroom real quick. Baron, what are you doing? Um, is there a set of clothes that happens to be conveniently in my size too? Yes, fuck it. Let's be businessmen. Transform. There's a short montage of you both running into the bathroom and coming out in nice suits <laughs> that are just slightly ill-fitting. I think like the arms on Barons are just a little too short, and Karenunas has pants that aren't hemmed properly. <laughs> oh man, that's great. And we're both still wearing Chuck Taylors, right? Yes, 100%. Um, you take enough time in this bathroom that the man who went in there finishes his business uh, before you do, and he heads on out, um, whistling as he goes. Um, I want to say man. that I love that Enif and, and and Isaac always take like the more headlong approach, and then Carnunus and Baron is always just way more convoluted. <laughs> <laughs> this entire episode has been a treat of like like very very calm like chill oh like elevator music going on as uh as uh isaac and enif make their way through the tour and it cuts to uh, kenners and baron like mission impossible is playing. <laughs> as as they fail at every turn and just go shit fuck goddamn, what do we do now and they're running into no like actual barriers except for their own failure to figure out how to sneak into this business <laughs> <laughs> like there's no security guards almost finding them there's no cameras swiveling around they're just like ah fuck a locked door oh no <laughs> damn it this door's locked too <laughs> why are there so many doors locked in this laboratory building <laughs> Enif and Isaac are downstairs eating sandwiches and you just come out of a bathroom wearing suits ready to stealth in we're ready put me in coach we're ready to business <laughs> All right, and again, just to move this plot forward, I'm going to say you guys did a smart thing, and you followed the guy coming back from the bathroom into the cubicle area, and you are now in there, and everyone's too focused on their work to, at least for now, give you an immediate look. Karnunas, you have already got mad sweat marks in your pits. Oh, boy. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Oh, man. You, you feel your sweat starting to abate, but like it's already too late. You're, you, you already got them sweat stains. But it was too late. He was already so sweaty. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, so so we call ahead like, hold the door. And then slip and in with he, the He kind of grumbles a response as he like the does the last few things on, you see Facebook on his phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he holds the door and he keeps walking without even looking back to see who called. Did you just let us into, is that you, Chris? What? Was that yes, was, I, sure. Why not? It was me. <laughs> it's my, my author insert, yeah. Brisquettes. <laughs> Brisquettes. <laughs> hmm. Man who cannot look away from phone. <laughs> Playing Hearthstone. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, but you are now in a place I have given you the greatest kindness I could bestow <laughs> and let you move forward in this fucking heist. Kenneth just looks at Baron and goes, We're in. <laughs> Damn it, I'm just saying that. <laughs> anyway. Alright, let's. Per- we're gonna casually peruse through the cubicles uh, is it like is it like a how are they set up it's like a decently sized area with like a bunch of cubicles set up in like sets of four that are like making squares uh, okay. with exits you know all around them and then around the edges of the room there are actual like offices for like the actual like officers and such okay um managerial staff and all that. That's like officers. Yeah, I don't know why I said officers. That's scared for a second. Officer business reporting for duty. 
<laughs> reporting for business. Reporting <laughs> for business, sorry. Um, okay, yeah, I'm gonna, I mean, Baron's gonna, like, walk at least down, like, an aisle, looking in, like, as casual as possible to see if there's any, I don't know, unlock computers or, uh, or a, You're committing like, corporate card. espionage right now? Pretty much, I mean, uh, yeah, why not? Christ, uh, go ahead and act under pressure okay. to, uh, to do this sneaky thing that you're trying to do nonchalantly. Oh, man. That's a 13. Damn, that's um, cool. Ba- yeah, Baron's cool as a fucking cucumber out there. Uh is kind of following quietly behind him as he he very like calmly like takes a look in as if he's like looking to see trying to find someone. Um trying to see if like someone's in someone else's cubicle. It it kind of looks like to an outside observer. Uh and eventually you find a cubicle that is empty and the computer is unlocked. Is there a key card on the desk too? Is this person just a total piece of shit? <laughs> no, their key card has not been left behind. Damn. Um, um uh, can I pull up their email? <laughs> God, this is terrible. Okay, this is terrible. Um, you walk up to his computer, sit down, and uh, open up their email. Um, you see a number of emails. Uh, so uh, you see that this person's name is uh, Dimitri uh, from the emails that uh, he has been sent. And from what you can tell just looking around the, the desktop, um, as well as his signature on a few of the emails, he is one of the data entry people. And let me just take a second to type out that you looked at his emails. He's not going to be a data entry person much longer if it finds out yeah, that really. they use his computer <laughs> for corporate espionage. Yeah. <laughs> Shame on uh, yeah, so you're looking through his emails, and there's a lot of emails about like different uh, parts of the archive that need to be uh, entered digitally and, and, and the like. Um, I have an idea, like... guys. You should you have an idea. Yeah, I do. You should make sure he gets fired so that it opens up a space for <laughs> us to be data entry. So what you need to do, you have his email. From his email, send a dick pic to the whole company. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> no, hold I mean, on. That would be a distraction. But that really would this work. This will be Baron's dick, correct? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. No, I don't know what Cornunos has in his pants. So, yeah, sure. <laughs> it's dealer's choice. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you could also just look right. one up. It doesn't have to be a physical. That. <laughs> yeah, let me just Google search porn on this computer. <laughs> <laughs> IT sitting there just like, spits out their coffee like, Jesus Christ, man, come on. Come on, Dimitri. Come on, Dimitri. Get your shit together, dude. <laughs> just start replying all to enough emails. That's, that's, <laughs> I was actually just about to say, I was like, Reply I all. Where, like, I would find the, the one email that was sent to, like, everybody in the office, but nobody should reply all to it literally says in the tagline, do not reply all. <laughs> it just says do not reply. Okay, so Baron, what are you doing? You're looking through this guy's emails. So what are you Baron, looking for? What, what are you doing? What are you attempting to do? Um, look for if... Okay, so so let me... Actually, let me ask this, because maybe I had a different idea. The key card things that go to the door, is there a numpad on it? Number pad? No. Damn it. It's it's just a key card. Just a key card. Oh, fuck. Damn it. Go with the dick pic idea. Oh I, I think you've definitely <laughs> seen that like most of the people as you've been walking through the cubicles are, are wearing like their key cards on a lanyard around their neck or like on one of those little like zip uh, clips. Yeah. On like their waist. Um, so like most people do just keep it on them at all times. Damn, you people are too secure. 
Um, Am I straight up going to have to pickpocket a bitch? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's definitely an option. I'm trying to figure out how I would even do that. (laughs) Um, I mean, again, there are some of them that just have it on their waist, so it's potentially you could just slip it off of their pocket. Um, That is up to you whether Kenyanus wants to try and pickpocket someone. Um, but first, I want to I want to figure out what is Baron doing at this person's computer. <laughs> yeah, what is, that is the question uh, of the hour. You is, have looked you looked at their email. It's uh it's fairly tidy as far as emails go. Um, but like a lot of it's just like instructions of what they need to do, stuff about like events happening at work and the like. Um, okay. So what's the what's his title? I, I I shoot his email signature. No blank email. What does it say for his title? It says Demetri Kuiper, uh, data entry specialist. Okay. And it has like the, the Munzdo Polymer Labs logo beneath it. Damn. I mean, I told you he was a data entry guy. What did? He... I don't know. I, I was just making sure that wasn't just someone else that. Like, Let's just fucking commit. Just start some office drama. <laughs> just commit like just... identity fraud and then leave. <laughs> Just email I someone at random and say, I fucking... If, if you take too much longer here, I might just have Dimitri return to his desk, so you better yeah. figure out what you're doing fast. Dick right. pick, dick pick. I'm oh serious. <laughs> Get this man fired. I'm gonna Google search... They're already hiring for a data entry person. We don't need we to have all can work at the office. Give me two <laughs> positions. It increases your chances so much more. Uh-huh. Oh my god. Fuck it. Let's, let's, it's not going to be a dick pic, but it's going to be a, a fucking inappropriate, not safe for work. All right. Why? Uh, okay. I, no, 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 no. I, wa- I want to stop you. Yes. Why would Baron do this? I know <laughs> that Enif has the knowledge to know that this might be a good plan. I don't think Baron knows enough about the job openings. Why? Or, like, I don't think Baron would have a reason to to look up some fucking titties and send them to the company. <laughs> honestly, honestly, this isn't even like an Enif thing. Jessica just wants to ruin this man's life. <laughs> like, I also don't think Baron chaotic is chaotic neutral, neutral enough to do that. In oh Jessica's God. chaotic neutral fashion. <laughs> so Baron, what right. does Baron do with this man's computer? All right, all right. Baron searches anything for just keycard in terms of email to see if there's anything that you can learn about how the keycards are made or anything about getting a keycard, basically. Okay. Um, sure, I, I think that's a, a fair thing. I think um, this guy's got, at, when you search it, it pulls up an email in one of his folders that's like, uh, like useful info, and it's like an email. It was from a while ago, presumably from when he was first hired. It's talking about like how the keycards work, and it's like, this essentially states like you you get one on your day of hire um next day you will get a a photo id to go with it um that will sit in front of it um if you come in uh if you forget yours at home make sure you get a guest uh key card from the uh from the receptionist aha reception i'll have to kill the receptionist (laughs) (laughs) no um Isaac yells right. no from the basement. <laughs> no. He just knows. We're about to do some bullshit. Alright, cool. And I think with that, Baron will, will do what this man should have done and lock the computer. Alright, you lock good. the computer, 
and make your way out of the cubicle uh, as you begin to to uh, make your way back to nonchalantly wandering the office you see a uh, a man approach his desk and sit down unlock it and get back to work none the wiser oi all right <laughs> you just get cockney what <laughs> oi, all right now um, <laughs> We got the key ca- anyway. Um. Damn way. <laughs> In it. Um. So I mean, I'll exchange this information with with Mister Kurnunas. So we could try and maybe convince reception to give us a key card. I feel like before we we delve even deeper and, and start talking to more people, it might be worth our while to touch base with everyone else. All right. So you guys have resolved to to check in with the rest of your team. Do you just I like think, send a text, or I think I'm gonna. I think at this point, Kurnunas would just casually make his way out the front door. Okay. Peace. Uh, so you guys head on out of the office. Um, do, you are now back at the landing pad. Are you just like making your way all the way out, or I mean, out like, the door across the street? In the we're wearing suits. If anyone asks, we're going out for lunch. Back home. Like. Okay, so you guys make your way all the way out of the place straight out the front door. Uh, I don't think the receptionist or the security guard even gives you a second glance, because as mentioned, they, you could just be going out for lunch. Um, and you make it out the front door. We're out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we'll just probably... Um... Just standing in the street Wait. in business suits. I mean, <laughs> Go across no, actually... the street, get some coffee. <laughs> Um, Baron, Baron is probably going to pull out his phone and text, uh, Isaac, or actually probably just the group chat, I guess. Um, say, and probably ask them, how long until you guys are out of the the tour? I think we're about done, right? Because she said after... Yeah, it was about, yeah, like 30 minutes for lunch, so it's probably been, at this point, you got like 20 minutes left in lunch. Yeah, so, 20 minutes. Okay. Um, what are they serving? <laughs> Hamburgers, green beans, and chocolate pudding. Yummy. Did you make what a whole menu for Interesting. this? Interesting. Yes. I made hamburgers, green beans, and chocolate pudding. Okay. <laughs> that was actually just what Chris ate for dinner. Got it, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Um, I'll text her back. Um, meet at Verite after? Question mark? Sure. <laughs> Thumbs up emoji. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, let's eat this free lunch that we scored first, though, and then we'll meet you there. Okay, you agree on that? Uh, Baron and Carnunos head their way back towards Veritate, um, stopping to to finish their bulgogi that they left at the table. Oh, God. It's just <laughs> Still there. <laughs> Some pigeons picking at it, like... Enif and Isaac finish their food and leave with the rest of the tour group and also head to Veritate and arrive there a little bit later uh, to find Baron and Carnunos waiting outside because the door is presumably locked. Yep, definitely. <laughs> Fucking doors are our, our, our weakness, our kryptonite, <laughs> our locked doors. All right, you guys all uh, reunite in Veritate. Uh, none of you knowing what the other group did. <laughs> so what I imagine is like you guys are standing there outside the, and we just like come up and it's just kind of like silence for a little bit. And then Eno's just like, why are you guys in suits? Did you get hired? We've been indoctrinated by the Mormons. What? Quick, <laughs> quick question. 
Where did Kernudus and Baron put their original clothes? <laughs> I don't think they took them back. <laughs> <laughs> oh. They're definitely in the lockers. Yeah, oh, this is an excellent question. You oh. replaced them where the other suits came from. <laughs> I think I think <laughs> probably actually just like threw his in the trash. Oh my god! I like it. Oh. So you threw your clothes in the garbage, and you're you're suit men now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving moving along. Um, <laughs> after getting past the the fact that you guys are wearing suits now, uh, you guys do you they guys never answered get... my question. They were indoctrinated by the Mormons. You Got it. Yeah. My next question is: Did you guys just like share what happened to you? Well, yeah. We I open up Veritate and I usher everybody inside and make everyone make everyone tea and we share our info. So you all share it. Uh, Enif and Isaac are probably just incredulous about the amount of work uh, Baron and Canoes did to get pretty much nothing done. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we didn't accomplish anything. <laughs> the locked doors, man. Uh, but you're, you all now have shared kind of like your experiences, and you can now springboard off of that. Wait, wait, wait. So we had a plan to go inside and follow this tour, and you just melted a lock and went through the side door and stole suits? <laughs> I mean, we, I don't know. We just sit there doing nothing. You couldn't wait for 10 minutes? Are you children? <laughs> I mean, we didn't get caught. <laughs> I guess. Technically correct. Oh, that's not... I mean, it's going to be kind of obvious if they see a melted lock on a door. Don't you think it might raise some alarms? Fix it. Fix a melted lock. <laughs> yeah, just replace the door. I mean, they could do that. Okay. Or we could go back tonight and see if they fix the lock. And if not, maybe we can get in and do some Well, stuff. luckily... If they discover that, they're going to have high security, I think. I'm just glad you guys weren't caught before we could even figure out what is even in this building in the first place. But we definitely need to go back. Yes. With that in mind, the... Um... The mannequins, you did actually see them, right? Yes, but they weren't Yeah, they're down moving. there. Hmm. And they showed I've, no sign of going life. I've heard about a movie called Toy Story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in the movie, toys move, but only when no one's watching. Okay. Is that anything? Um, I don't think so. Is that anything? I personally Maybe. have never heard of that movie, but I mean, how would we? F- Baron, please tell me that you've seen Toy Story. Has Has no one else here seen Toy Story? I have never heard of that film. I can't exactly say what my childhood was. You know, amnesia. Okay. Okay, I'm I'm gonna just make a note here. <laughs> we'll um, for watch later. Toy Story later. Need to, need to watch. <laughs> yeah, Toy we'll come back to this. Um, no, no, Carnunas, that's not anything. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, we didn't learn. I mean, we learned that basically we need a key guard if we're gonna even try. Otherwise, we have to break the place apart. You said they keep key cards behind the front desk. Yes, the email the said that the receptionist had guest key cards. Well, we can. So we just gotta swipe. Definitely the key card. see if we can try to. Sneak in again at night and steal some t- 
key cards from the front desk. Um, I definitely felt something on the third floor and in the basement. Hmm. So those are definitely our places to go. And didn't Isaac, you mentioned something about an accident six months ago that caused a death. That must be the, the reason that I was hearing those echoes of life down in the basement. We should try and see if we can find out more information about that accident. Maybe we can figure out who died, figure out what they were testing. Good point. That might lead us and give us some more clues. There should be an obituary or something of that nature. True. Unless they tried to cover it up. Good call. Yeah, let's look something up. Um, we'll try searching uh, Polymer Labs death in like the past six months or so. All right. Uh, and see if any search Isaac, go and give me an investigative mystery roll. Sharp. It is a nine. You get one question. I get what happened here. I think that would probably be your best bet. Um, you do eventually. Uh, it takes a little while um, because it's just you know, it, it it seems to have been much like many deaths in this town, kind of covered up in the news story and not spoken of much. Uh, but you do find an article. Uh, it's it's wedged at like the bottom of a, of some sort of news story about I don't know some farmers market that opened. You're not you don't take the time to read through that, uh, but it does mention uh, the death of a Dr. Veronica Russell, uh, a scientist that worked at the uh, Munsdale Polymer Labs, uh, and it states that her death was ca- due, due to unknown causes. Mm-hmm.